0: Welcome to The Lively Show. Let's explore the beauty of being alive. Hello my friends, and welcome to today's show. I am so excited to be having an interview for you. I know so many people love interviews on The Lively Show, and today I have a fresh one with Yulia Van Doren. Yulia is uh, famous for writing crystal books. You may know her through her social media at GoldyRocks.co or her website, GoldyRocks.co. She's the most published crystal author of the last two decades. I have her book, and actually now Danielle from The Beauty of Life has the book that I had of her crystal books, and she's, also an IVFT graduate and has been a part of Welling over the last few months. So I've gotten to know Yulia quite well and thought of her when it came to having somebody on the show talking about their experience with IVFT. This is going alongside some requests that I got for people to be sharing more of what their IVFT life was like after IVFT was taken. And it goes along really well with Sacred Month of the Self, which is starting on July 31st. All of the month of August will be the sacred month, but it actually kicks off on Monday, July 31st, just next week. So if your intuition feels it's fit, I'm so excited for you to join us. I'll be doing the big group calls on Monday evenings, London time. And there will be squads that will be, we're calling them cabins because we're making a little spiritual summer camp theme for this. But basically it's gonna be for those that wanna learn inner voice facilitator training without the facilitation level. So this is actually ironically and beautifully, what Yulia did with IVFT was the same as what we'll be doing for Sacred Month for the Self, making it for people that aren't necessarily looking to become facilitators or for those that wanna eventually be facilitators, but wanna get deeper into their own connection within themselves first before joining. If you end up joining IVFT after Sacred Month of the Self, you're going to get 50% off of your current sacred month of the self investment taken off of your IVFT purchase. So that's something that is a nice benefit and it's going to make those that do do IVFT in future rounds even more prepared to go deeper into the facilitation aspects because you've had all of this time going into yourself and getting really good on the inner level beforehand. And also for IVFT grads that have already graduated, they've already asked us if they can join too. So if you're an IVFT grad, you also are welcome to join us. We're going to have a special senior camp for those who are IVFT graduates already. If you want to go deeper in the space and you just love the community and want to be with us, you are more than welcome to. We have a special discount for you. You can email Ella at hello at bellalively.com and she can get that sorted for you if you're an IVFT graduate. But otherwise, there's just so many ways to join. I'm really excited about this. This is something that we've been thinking about for many years is will we do IVFT without the facilitation aspect? And if so, how will we? This is what we've come up with and i I'm so excited to dive into it on Monday. So if you feel like it's a fit, you're welcome to go over to bellalively.com slash sacred month to join us. Now let's go talk to Yulia. Let's go to the show. Yulia, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, Thank you so much. I am thrilled to be here. I know, you've just popped in my head as someone to have on the show right as we're about to start Sacred Month for the Self, our new program, and since we don't have any graduates of this kind of program, I was thinking, okay, we got to have an IVFT grad because this is ultimately designed to be IVFT without the facilitation aspect of it. So, someone in graduating IVFT would probably be a good person to ask about the general global changes of how it impacted your life. So, we're going to go into that and how IVFT has made any changes, if at all, or helped you to direct your course of your life in any different way. But before we get into that, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Perfect. And yeah, I love that your intuition thought of me because I actually, I did take IVFT for myself primarily, not to become a practitioner. And interestingly, um, the other three girls in my squad did as well. And that's in the IVFT squad. So we all um, had that experience of sort of doing it as a sacred month of the self. Um, but yeah, so. So my name is Yulia. And I live in Northern California. And I do two things. Uh, my sort of main job is I'm an opera singer. So I travel the world singing. And I also started a crystal healing brand called Goldie Rocks And I wrote a popular series of crystal healing books. Um, so those are my two baskets of what I do in my daily life.
0: All right. And how, by the way, I'm sure many people have your book. If, if by chance, actually, you know, who has your book right now, Yulia is Danielle from, uh, from beauty of life because <laughs> I had your book. And so now she has your book since it oh, was in the, the storage <laughs> of all of the things, but what got you into the crystal book? Cause obviously you dominated, you're the most published crystal author in the planet, right? Well, I can't claim that title. That title is actually held by a woman who who passed away last
1: year, but they still publish crystal books in her name. Her name is Judy Hall, and she wrote the Crystal Bibles that are really popular. But yeah, my crystal book is the most popular series published in the last two decades. So um, my first book is called Crystals, The Modern Guide to Crystal Healing, and it has a hand holding an amethyst on the cover. So that might spark some recognition. That's the one I've got. Yep. So, and then it has a follow-up and I actually um, have a third book coming out in October. So,
0: yeah. Now, before you joined IVFT, how much were you using your intuition? I'm guessing the fact that you're doing crystal healing books (laughs) is pretty intuitional to start with. So how much were you using and how were you using your intuition before? Yeah, I was,
1: as I was thinking about wondering what we might talk about today, I was, I was thinking about that because I'm obviously someone who feels, you know, like I'm connected with my intuition, connected with, I've been a student of metaphysical things and mindfulness. And, um, I live in a hippie town in California, like this world isn't new to me per se. However, my life has profoundly changed since, um, since taking IVFT, honestly, I actually, correction, not my life, but my inner self. Um, I, I, you know, I can't get on here and say like, I now have, you know, I won the lottery or I lost a million pounds or I, I don't know, like got, you know how sometimes people look for external proof of something working, um, with these kind of like big bullet point changes. I don't have that, even though I definitely have changes. It's more, a really profound recalibration of the way I go through my daily life. Um, Yeah, I can say more about that or-
0: Yeah, please do. So what made you actually, well, before we get to what's changed, what made you decide (laughs) to join IVFT in the first place since you were pretty intuitional to begin with?
1: Mm. Well, I've been a big fan of yours from the beginning. I read your blog and I have listened to every episode of this podcast. So. Four hundred and five
0: like, episodes strong. <laughs> side note:
1: Yeah, this is a thrill. Maybe this is a great uh, example of a manifestation or um, to be on here is really, really exciting. And actually, when I was starting Goldie Rocks, my crystal brand, um, I remember so well taking walks and listening because at that point you were a small, you know, a business uh, podcast, and I, I was so inspired. It was so helpful. It was like you were a friend, kind of by my side. So. Um, I, I don't actually know why I decided to take it when I did. It actually didn't make sense with my schedule. I was uh, writing my, my book, which is coming out. I was incredibly busy. Um, but I just had the sense that something needed to shift. And one of the big things I remember wanting to shift was I was really stuck in, overthinking. And that's a classic pattern for me. I'm, you know, now I would just say I was stuck in the mind, but before that I would say I'm a perfectionist. I'm a double Virgo. I, um, yeah. So I had all these like words for it, but I just, it's like, I just, um, I was an over researcher, you know, even if I wanted to buy, I don't know, a vacuum or, or a blender or a swimsuit it's like I just had to research and I really um it took me a long time to make decisions so I just it wasn't feeling good anymore I wanted to to break something I knew something was out of alignment um and I also have yeah I've been also just shifting I took your the first course I took with you was um unlimited aligned abundance last July and um that course actually really profoundly shifted a lot of things for me. Um, so I just thought, okay, let's go deeper into this and see what else we can shift.
0: Okay. And that's what made you decide to join. And then you mentioned earlier or kind of alluded to a lot of your inner world has changed. So what were the changes that came about as a result of going through IVFT?
1: Hmm. Okay. Some of the stuff feels a little hard to put into words, but I will try. Um, And it's still definitely unfolding, too. So I feel such a new sense of um, sovereignty is actually the word that's coming to me, in that I feel like I can get clarity and answers and guidance without seeking out external input, whether that's a, um, you know, a beloved self-help book or a therapist, um, yeah, it's just I can turn inward and uh, and just trust that what I'm feeling is right. I don't have to overthink it. I don't have to justify it. I don't have to look outside myself for approval. I can just trust that. And um, so one thing that's uh, very, in a very concrete way that's led to is taking a year sabbatical from my um, opera singing career, which I have wanted to do for a very, very long time because it felt like it needed some recalibration in myself. And I've never had, I've just never done it, um, you know? And right at the end of IVFT, I just said, okay, let's do this. And it felt like a huge leap of faith um, to do that. So. That's a very, that's a very concrete example. Um, another thing is, I feel much more clear about what is mine and what is other people's. So as I go through my life, you know, I have a husband, I have parents and siblings and friends, and um, I thought I was good at this before. I thought I was good at kind of separating, like this is mine to worry about, this is theirs. But that has reached a completely new level. And Bella, the level of peace that brings is so immense. It makes me want to cry. It's amazing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What did you do before with other people? What were you getting? You were just taking on their energy or their problems? Yeah, I
1: would say that, um, you know, I always considered myself very empathic and very sensitive to energies. And I do, I mean, I I am, Uh, but that can also that's a that's a delicate balance because that can also mean that you're just getting too involved in other people's stuff, right? Just let them have it, let them figure it out, let them be in their own sovereign experience. Um, there's that word sovereign again. How interesting. Um, yeah. So it's it's a again like these are subtle shifts, but they're they're subtle shifts to talk about, but they're so profound on the inside.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people thinking about IVFT or sacred month of the self are going to think of the two classic things I'm getting known for quite well, inner voicing with yourself and also beanbag releasing. You have done both of those many times with me in welling and awarefulness and in IVFT. So I'm curious, how how do you use those in your daily life? Not just like when you're in a call that I might, you know, help you do that, but how much are you beanbagging and how did I like hearing your inner voice in a deeper way, do you use them regularly or has that changed anything in the daily life?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, both of those things are so incorporated into my daily life that it's not, you know, it's almost like not a conscious, well, it is sometimes a conscious decision, but I will say like I go through my day now um, connecting with my inner voice and beanbagging. So connecting with my inner voice, when I started IVFT, Um, I did much more of, uh, voice memos, which I know you've talked about, and I found that really helpful. So, um, I would go for a walk or when I wake up or before I go to bed, put on my voice recorder and just start to dialogue with my inner voice. Um, I've never been, been, the writing to my inner voice never really felt like a thing for me, but the recording dialogue was huge. So I just go back and forth, back and forth. And then in the last... I don't know, a couple months or so, um, it's become much more uh, instant and intuitive. So rather than need to actually ask a specific question, I do still ask specific questions, but often I get the answer before I'm even done asking the question. And what it feels like, it's like, oh, I already know. I already know the answer to this. And my mind or whatever still kind of wants that process sometimes of being like, okay, let's, put this into a question so I can hear an answer, but it almost feels like the process is getting so fast that I'm realizing that thing you talk about where it's just like, just feel it. Like if it feels like the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do, just follow that. You don't even need to clarify or justify.
0: A hundred percent. With that, when you get those feelings, do you think you would have gotten there to the feeling place without doing IVFT or without doing the, sometimes like that middle stage of like asking the questions and getting the answers the way we do in the, in the class?
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, who knows, you know? Um, but I've, I mean, like I said, I live a very um, metaphysical life. I've had amazing therapy in my life. Um, so this is not a new world for me. This level of connection is new and uh, yeah, so no, I don't. I don't think I would have. I don't think I would be there now. Maybe when I'm eighty or something. But um, this, it's like it's like I went into some kind of like hyperdrive of uh, more connection to my inner voice and quicker beanbag releasing. Yeah. I was going to so, ask
0: about beanbags. So do you have them come up in your daily life and do you release them on your own? Do you work with any IVFT grads or friends releasing? <sighs> Some people do that after graduating, they work with buddies. Do you do the beanbag releasing on your own when we're not in like welling or awareness now? I do. I, I
1: feel like I'm, uh, yeah, I feel like beanbag releasing comes pretty naturally to me. I, um, often for me, it often manifests as crying. Um, And so what I've, for instance, as an example, a few weeks ago, I was with family. And as we all know, family can be sort of an intense, um, it can poke some things. And so I was visiting family and I felt poked. And rather than just like stuffing it away, I got up and I went into the bathroom. And I thought, all right, where is this in my body? And I identified it and I felt it. I think I shed a few tears standing at the bathroom sink and then it was done. And then I just went out and I was with my family. And and actually that family trip was the calmest, most quote unquote untriggered, to use a popular word, experience I've had with family like maybe forever, it was so clear. But again, yeah, I had to do some hygiene. I had to, had to beanbag, had to find that feeling, feel it and release it. So I do that, I do that every day throughout the day.
0: good I'm glad it's helping you what about the one of the things we're going to do for sacred month that we do in IVFT as well as do the squads and also all of the workshops and time with each other as like the squad members getting to know each other and the IVFT grads and the IVFT case but sacred month will also have squads of eight or cabins we're calling them in in summer camp, as we're nicknaming this at the moment, since it happens to be in August, but they're going to have the experience of working with each other and practicing and making friends so that they can obviously meet more people around the world or or even in their their own area and also have people to practice with. Do you stay in touch with IVFT grads or anyone in the lively community on a regular basis on your own accord, or is that not a part of your life now?
1: Oh, I do. I got so lucky with my squad for IVFT. um, And we have a WhatsApp. We exchange messages sometimes daily. Um, And like I said, everyone did it for their own self. No one has sort of gone into coaching uh, or gone into offering this publicly, even though I will say I have facilitated for Um, some people, and it's actually something which I very well might do in the future. It's just not something I've, like, advertised. Um, But I love facilitating for other people. I love, love, love it. It feels like such an honor and such a deep space to go into with people. I love it. And because I know how transformative it is. Um, So, yeah, I'm totally open to doing it uh, for people. But yes, so I stay in touch with those girls. And they have been, I don't know, they've made the last six months really magical. And the whole community is so nice, so lovely. It's mostly women with a few special men, and um, it's just the best energy to be in. It's you know, it's one reason I did take the ex- sort of what I think of as extension class. Yeah, um, after IVFT ended, it's just because I love being in the energy. So it's really great people.
0: Yeah. I've always loved working with the people we have is I think because we go into asking them to choose, even if you join sacred month for the self, for example, to check in with your intuition to the best you can to to get an answer from there to join. And so I think it just creates a lot of harmony from people making the decision to join us in the classes or something like sacred month for the self or IVFT from this deeper place in themselves so that they have that higher alignment as a group as well. So they join in the right time that's right for them. And it works out so that they meet the right people. I love that. I didn't even know, Yulia, you and the squad you were in. uh, Immensely, I had no clue that you guys didn't use IVFT for business, but that's perfect to ask you because you basically did Sacred Month of the Self, like you said, as IVFT, which is perfect for the interview, but this is just me picking based, again, as you said, on intuition of what feels right, but I happen to pick someone that can really approximate, you could say, the experience. So one of the things I'm sure people might be wondering, I know you said that not a lot, lot changed on the outside, although you're dealing with your family better than you've ever been on a holiday with them. You took a year off of your actual job. So that's different and made a big change. But I do think people might be curious if there are any other like work changes, relationship changes, health changes, or approaches that you're doing differently. Uh, Is there any other thoughts that come to mind on those external areas of well-being or even how you worry about global events, um, more or less, if at all?
1: Yeah. So one interesting thing is that my health has been a very interesting thing. So I actually, I've always had allergies. I've always been very, um, just had lots of allergies. It's been a thing. And, um, when IVFT started literally to the day of the class, my allergies went nuts. Um, they were the most intense I've ever had in my life. Sort of like not being able to breathe, you know, sort of sneezing, all of that stuff. And it's, I, it it was really, it's really remarkable to me that it, I can literally peg it to the first day of, of the course. And even though saying that it doesn't sound like a quote unquote positive Yeah. It sounds like you're allergic to the class. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm allergic to the class and to the world. Well, it has been, uh, it has felt challenging, but what has come out of that is actually a, uh, really- was it a past
0: life? <laughs> I just have to ask inquiring oh minds. No, Wait, I don't mean, even
1: thought to ask about that. That's oh, something. I just wonder.
0: Anyways, we'll get into that in okay. a second. Okay. Let's go back to where you were going to take it.
1: Okay. <laughs> I love that where I was going to take it is that what it has made me do is hyper, um, be hyper, like thoughtful about my body in a new way and that is actually something that I've always wanted to be now again as even as I'm saying this there's a little part of me which is like oh is this me still making it a little harder than it needs to be um which is a classic pattern for me but um what I will say is that like I am treating my body and my health more thoughtfully and better than I have in my entire life and I've been allowing myself to um like get support in forms of um you know like acupuncture and eat really well and i also have signed up with a personal trainer which for me is like a really big step and and definitely feels like something that i'm at the beginning of that journey so like who knows maybe check in with me in six months and i'll be a bodybuilder
0: (laughs) (laughs) opera from opera singer to crystal (laughs) author to bodybuilder I mean, wow, that would be crazy. But um
1: yeah, it just feels like um it just feels like an upgrade. That's the word. Like I just feel like I'm upgrading and um it profoundly feels linked to this work. And um yes, I taking the sabbatical from singing, I will say, like, um, you know, I do have income from my crystal world. So it's it's like it's just shifting focus and allowing space for something different or new, um, to come in. And, um, also I, I've been, (laughs) this sounds so again, like these are all subtle things, but I have been resting so much more. I am someone who historically does not allow myself to rest. And I, I started working really young and supporting myself and I was go, 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 very ambitious, very stressed, very hardworking, um, and I have been resting more. Um, and again, like that sounds basic, but it's actually feels very profound. Um, and I think I've been resting more because I have less fear. I have less fear that I'm not going to accomplish enough or do enough or somehow like do this life right. That was a really big story that I was running. Um, I remember talking last year with a friend about dying and she was like, I can't wait to die. Like it'll be a relief in a way. (laughs) And I I get that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on board. I'm on board. (laughs) And a year ago when she said that I was like, Oh my goodness. I, if I, I'm terrified to die because I feel like I haven't accomplished like what I want to accomplish in this life. Um, and it would feel yeah, and it just—it felt the idea of death felt so scary. The idea of like not somehow meeting these check marks uh, felt so scary. That is shifting so profoundly. Um, which again, it's like talking about this. I don't know. I can imagine some people hearing this and being like, "That doesn't sound like a big deal." It is such a big deal. Like, it is such a big shift to go through your everyday, not being like, "I'm not doing enough." I'm not enough. I'm not doing this right. Um, yeah, it's a giant shift.
0: How about for your relationship? I know you're married, no children, which is intentional. <laughs> as we know, <laughs> I know you well. But <laughs> so I, I, I haven't really asked you about yeah. your relationship with your husband. Has it changed at all? Mm.
1: I, I have a wonderful husband. We've been together 16 years. And yes, it has changed in that um like I said, like I'm I'm less in his I'm less in his business. Like his business is his business. And I'm allowing him to um to just figure out life, what it's meant what it what it needs to be for him. And um we've had some interesting moments over the past six months where we explored, you know, like are we living in the right place? Um, is this working out for both of, you know, what we want for both of our lives? And we had conversations, which in the past, I think I would have been too scared to have. Um, we did decide we're living in the, we want to stay living in the same place together. Um, but, you know, being able to have a conversation of that depth without fear is um, brings you to so much more closeness. So, yeah, I feel much more close to him, even though we, we had a great relationship before. Um, it just feels, it just feels so healthy is the word. And to the kid's point, I hmm. want to mention Julia, now- do you want
0: to have children? <laughs> 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 I asked this knowing her very uh, well, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, Bella knows. Bella's seen me being that. in the Yeah. Um, yeah, so I am 40. And even saying that publicly, wow. So in um, the classical music world, age is a big thing. And so um, I like hid my age for years, which sounds crazy. But um, yeah, so I'm 40. So I'm right at the end, you know, getting towards the end of that are you going to have kids cycle? And I'm the eldest of eight kids. So I have had a lot of uh, experience with children. And a couple years ago, I got clear that I don't want to have my own children. And I thought I was pretty clear and like pretty solid in that, but I wasn't actually, I was, I had so much, um, hmm. again, I don't know. You know what? I, like, I felt clear about it, but through our work together in IVFT and, I realized that I was doing this thing where I think I was like, overcompensating, I was making other areas of my life worse because I felt guilty for not taking on the immense job of having kids. And so I actually think some of my health challenges that I've had over the last six months is related to that. So it's like, because I've chosen not to have kids, I have to make myself feel worse in a different area. To kind of bring myself to a more, um, I don't know, like not feeling good, stressed out, overwhelmed baseline, um, and you know, I, I, I just I wanted to share that because I know that like I love children, and most of my friends are mothers, and I have so much respect for that choice. But I know a few years ago when I was trying to decide whether or not to have kids, I was really looking for examples of women a little older than me who were making that choice. And like, I wanted um, proof that they would be okay and that their lives were okay and they were thriving. So I did just want to mention that, that like, uh, not only am I thriving through IVFT, it's allowing me to thrive even more, like sort of. Looking into the dark corners and finding those cobwebs, where I might, for different reasons—whether it's a past life or current life, or you know, conditioning, um, other people's expectations and thoughts—oh, that's a big one. You know what this work has really helped me do? It's helped me become so much more clear about um, just not taking on other people's thoughts or or stuff like like I said, like I'm staying in my own lane and I'm letting other people stay in their own lane. Um, Again, it's transformative. So anyways, yeah, I just wanted to, I hope this is helpful.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I know that you have your third book, as you mentioned, and I've been following the journey as you've been with me in Welling and Awarefulness, and we talked in more depth about it. Have you approached writing the book differently this time post IVFT or during IVFT?
1: Mm, interesting question.
0: Any, any intuition on that or about the same as it was before? Cause obviously it was very successful. What you, your approach before obviously was successful. I'm just curious if your intuition evolved as you had that connection to make the process the same or different. I don't know.
1: You know, my first book was such a, uh, strange process. I was offered a book contract out of the blue because I had started, um, I was the first person to present crystal healing on social media in a kind of bright and light modern beautifully shot way before that it was very hippie or witchy um (laughs) which are both things that i love but i just knew that there was a big demographic of people who would not feel aligned with those vibes essentially um so yeah, so my book deal came out of the blue and it came with a stipulation that I had to write the book in two months. And so it was such an intense process that it basically did just feel like I like downloaded it. Um, And interestingly, this third book, I had a longer time period, um, which actually the mind can get involved more, you know, when you have more time. And so um, on one hand, I feel like I was Well, a I started writing the book in November, and IVFT started mid-January. So by mid-January, I'd already written the bulk, you know, a lot of it, and then I was kind of editing. But you know what I did find is that um, I had this time control over um, photography and design and stuff, and I was much quicker. Like I said, didn't. (laughs) Well, did I not overthink? I mean, I did. I did much better about not overthinking things and just being like, this feels right. Let's go for it. This feels right. Let's go for it. Um, So, yeah, that was that was new. That was new and faster.
0: Okay. Do you want to go back to the allergies thing and see if we can intervoice a little bit? Have you intervoiced about the allergies already? How? funny um have I intervoiced not that her? we need to do some work together on the call <laughs> but if you want to we've got some time I could totally help if that if that feels exciting yeah interesting or
1: appropriate sure I have intervoiced about the allergies and what have you gotten so far okay what I've gotten so far is that okay you know what I've gotten it feels like I, I, I almost see this image of this the connection between, it's almost like a spider web of connection between all the cells in my body. So it's like this spider web and I can see that it's a little inflamed. And the word that I hear is fear. Um, like I said, I feel like I'm almost like working on this deep pattern of fear of just being here being in the body. Um so I do think that is where what the allergies are connected to.
0: Okay, do you want to go into it at all with me right now? Is that something you feel interested in or no? We can always Oh gosh. Skip this. I don't
1: know. I'm worried it's like a big thing.
0: Well, let's we can give it a go if you have the interest to try. Okay, we can try. Okay, let's give it a shot. So you guys obviously know, she knows we're gonna, I guess, experiment spontaneously uh, in the flow of our interview. Let's see if we can use some of our tools and practices from what you would learn in Sacred Month for the self. <laughs> this I've never done this in an IVFT graduate interview. So this is new for, for us. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so okay, inner voice. Why did the allergies kick up even more at the first day of IVFT? Let's go back to that. Inner voice, why? She's gonna exhale and listen. She doesn't have any clue in her head. She has ideas, but not. Let's see what her inner voice says spontaneously now.
1: Okay, I hear the word roller coaster.
0: Okay, inner voice. Did you want her to have a roller coaster? Or something different? You have to go low to go high. Okay, so she had something lower that she needed to clear out in her voice?
1: Mm. Yeah, that feels true.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Inner voice. Now this is now what I'm going to say now, if you're new to this stuff, this might be insane to you. So pardon me for that insane question. But the more I'm going into this deeper work, the more I find this effective. Inner voice is that low that she's dealing with and clearing out? Is it a past life or this life? Either way is totally fine. Just low curious. Is-
1: I'm hearing low is here.
0: Okay, low is here. All right. So we don't need to go to a past life inner voice to help this. Clear?
1: No, low is being in the body.
0: Okay. Oh, low is physical form. Mm, yeah. Is that I feeling it? That. Yeah. Okay. The low is, it was just hilarious because, you know, I'm excited to leave the physical form. You're not, <laughs> or we're less so before. So interesting that even though you're afraid to die, there's also a fear of being alive. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. How does that feel? Now, if I say that there's a fear of dying and there's a fear of being alive in the body, what comes up in the body as I poke that? <sighs> what do you feel as I say that? It's af- being afraid to die and being afraid to be alive in the body.
1: Anything? Yeah. It feels so, it feels so true. Um, okay. And Where I do just, you feel
0: that? Go there. I feel it in my fingertips and my toes. Okay, go for it. Feel it in the fingers and toes. What's the feeling there? Prickly. Prickly. Go into the prickles. It's okay. Of course you feel this way. There is a very good reason you feel this way. It just not it may not have originated in this body, but being in a body at a certain point in time, your consciousness did feel this way for a understandable to that frame of reference reason which is amazing. So no one's actually insane, even though the questioning I'm saying sounds insane to most people. I am now realizing the more I've untangled a lot of things, I'm like, oh my God, everything, it makes so much more sense when we have a bigger lens to look at everything through a bigger aperture. If we just like zoom into something, we can't see the bigger picture. It's like, oh, well that, that makes sense. Okay. So how's your fingers and toes? She's feeling in to the prickles. Yeah. Yeah, They've gone, it feels cold. Okay, go into the cold. We're still trying to poke that feeling. Okay, afraid to be alive, afraid to die. So just going in, it's cold. If it moves, it moves, follow where it moves. If it changes, it changes. Stay with it. it feels like
1: it moved
0: into the base of my body. Okay, go into the base, follow it there. Just keep breathing and feeling, breathing and feeling right where it is. It's okay, of course you feel this way. You have this feeling in you, so of course you feel it. It's like, if you have a rock in your shoe and it's uncomfortable, it's like, of course it's uncomfortable. There's a rock like at the bottom of your foot you're pressing into it every time you step. Of course it's that way. This is what you're feeling. Of course you're uncomfortable with this feeling that's stuck. <sighs> well, we feel and release where it is, where it's showing up. It's okay to feel this feeling.
1: Oh, it's so interesting. My body almost feels like, it's like rocking a little bit,
0: like- Okay, just yeah. let it rock. Yeah, your body knows, this is great. So this is great, thanks for sharing that, Yulia, for everyone that's listening, because we can't see you. So she's knowing, her body is showing her how to release this. So the body and the awareness that she is can do this naturally. The mind cannot do this. The mind can only know there is an emotion and there is a thought that traces to that emotion, but it does not release the thought. It's like your mind can know that you need to poop, but your intestines are the muscle that does that. It is not the mind's decision to poop. Obviously, it could go to the toilet, because of, and you, but you still have to have the legs that walk you, and the intestines are doing the actual work. It's not your mind. Your mind can know what's going on, but it is not the thing that actually makes it happen. That's why people can still pass go to the bathroom while they're in a coma, they can still, their bodies are still functioning. Their mind doesn't have to be, but the the body has to function no matter how much the mind wants something to go away. It needs the awareness and the body. So rocking right now is a part of what's helping this vibration release, this energy packet release out of her body because her awareness and her mind are, well, her mind's allowing the awareness and her body to work together. Okay.
1: So just to give a visual to people. um, Yeah. I just, I just want to share this because I feel like it's so helpful to just let yourself like go with it. So I felt like rocking kind of from the bottom of my body. And then it's almost like that wave got bigger and like I started waving my whole body. um, And then I got nauseous and I found that um, if it's a big beanbag, often I will get nauseous. I've never thrown up. Uh, I've almost thrown up um but yeah and that's all subsiding now
0: and you're not on ayahuasca you promise us I'm teasing, I'm teasing but that's like also big ways of purging right so those things it's like it's a lot of um i actually have had some i used to joke that you don't have to vomit because i've never had a vomiter and then years later i did have one so it's very rare but it does sometimes happen and it's totally fine it's just the, the way that the the energy packet releases
1: yeah and i found if you just kind of let yourself go with it um it 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 just moves. You know what I mean? Like, like, again, it's that process of like not being scared and not being also trying to overthink. Like, I don't want to be weird. Just be oh, weird.
0: You're doing great, Yulia. Okay. Well, how's your actual feelings? Go back to you. Go, yeah. You yes. go back in, you go back in. <laughs> I love that. You're like IVFTing <laughs> well, while doing it. Let you're me like,
1: explain for the people. Oh, um. you're going great. You're doing great. How's
0: your body though? Okay. We're trying to poke. I'm afraid to die and I'm afraid to be alive.
1: How's that okay. feeling
0: now in the body?
1: Yeah. So now my fingertips are really sweaty. I have, so now my main feeling is that nausea, which is kind of like above my belly button.
0: Okay. Go in there. It's okay. And if you need to vomit, you can go to the toilet. We'll wait and cut the audio. So no one will know. And I'll just sit here and wait. It's okay. We want to get this out of you. You don't need to keep having this energy in you and you don't need this belief system isn't it amazing? Otherwise the mind just runs around trying to protect from feeling this rather than getting the rock out of the shoe.
1: Oh yeah. It feels better. Um, it feels, it feels like I can hear better actually. Oh yeah.
0: I noticed that too. My, um, what is that sinuses? What makes it when you yawn and you can't open? Yeah, that's exactly the feeling I just had. Yes, I have that a lot. Your, your actual senses can get clearer because you're not, your energy packet is gone. It's not in the way. It's like your foot's now feeling the entire bottom of your shoe because the rock's not taking up part of that space. Ooh, yeah. Wow. All right. Okay. So now let's go back to imagining the first day of IVFT and you got the allergies. Mm-hmm. How does that land for you now after releasing that? How does the, like, how does it feel looking back at that moment? It's still the same situation you are in. Do you see it differently now or not? We haven't done any actual clarifying in terms of words or or visions, but like, energetically, does it feel different without that beanbag? Curious. Um, Yeah, I'm
1: feeling like a sense, like, I feel compassion. (laughs) Like, I'm kind of flooded with a sense of compassion for myself. Yeah, um, you were on
0: a roller coaster.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. now let's go to fear of dying, fear of being alive, fear of being in the body. That's what it said, actually. It was about fear of being in the body. It wasn't even dying. I know you said that earlier, but what it Inner, inner Voice said was the fear of being here in the body. How does that feel, the feeling of being afraid to be in the body now feel? Yeah,
1: that feels, um, well, it feels like I have more, clarity that that has been a feeling. And uh, man, um, from my mind, I just want to say I'm reminded of how helpful it is to do this with someone else, as well as by yourself. Because um, I, yeah, I feel it's like unusually clear to me that it was easy for me to say, I'm afraid of dying for this unknown reason. Um, but I'm also now realizing, oh, I'm really afraid to be in the body whoo, that one makes me want to cry. Yeah,
0: I know. It's okay. Let it out. And also that's why you've been avoiding the body until now. So as you've been clearing out since IVFT and you said earlier, you're, you know, getting your personal trainer and you're being more aware of your body, you're allowing yourself to come back in. You're feeling safer to be in the body slowly, but this has still been there as well to be released.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I felt very comfortable being in in my mind or my imagination or my inner voice, you know, like I love being in those kind of realms. Um, but that, that body realm has not felt as safe. Um,
0: yep. Non-physical realms are your realms.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's like, those are my jam, but I'm also here in this body, you know, for however long I'm going to be alive, this is my body and I feel a new, um, Oh, a sense of like wanting to be in my body and really experience it and you know after signing up for the personal trainer the other day wow I had a big beanbag release which I wasn't really expecting but I just yeah um yeah this is a new it's a new thing for me and it's it I'm really excited <laughs> I am I'm really excited
0: Oh, I have so much uh, compassion because I feel the same. I feel like I was also more metaphysically inclined than physically inclined. So I was more of a non-physical uh, being for so much of my life as well. I think that you and I, if we, if past lives are a thing, I have a feeling we've had many of those that focused on the esoteric and non-physical arts of an elements of, of reality, the blending between the realms, yes. um, just based on our interests and our passions and the things that we bring forth into this reality now in this lifetime that we're oddly good at and are easy for us because we've practiced it before in my current more... Different understanding than I used to perceive things. So now let's go back to inner voice. Okay, so inner voice, she's feeling better about being alive in the body, feeling a little safer there. Do you feel totally safe? Uh, okay, scale of one to a hundred. Do you feel <laughs> how how safe do you feel to be in the body at this seven. moment? Seven. seven. Seven out of a hundred, or seven D.
1: Oh, seven. I just heard the number seven. Um, 7 out of
0: 10 or 70?
1: 7 out of 10, which actually sounds pretty good to me. I'm like, really?
0: Really? Because you're probably at four before you even did the IVFT, before the trainer, before other things. You probably progressed.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Just in the last two minutes while you were talking, I had this realization that I feel like maybe bumped me up a number, which is that... um, I have, you know, as a opera singer, you're using your body as your instrument, and it's usually for other people's um um desires in terms of like you're doing what the conductor wants what the composer wants. You're um hopeful that the audience, you're like performing for, you know, like other people. And so I'm realizing, oh, I've literally used my body in this life for other people in that way. And so Just how like
0: motherhood, Yulia. I've goosed yes. on some <laughs> my legs. So then when you were a mother of seven children in your past life or whatever it was, as you had many kids, imagine your life, your body was theirs also. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you're taking the break from being the opera singer, having the body be for others for the next year. Oh my goodness. And I you joined not- the personal trainer. Oh and you now it's about you. It's all about you shifting from my body is for others to my body is my own. Yeah.
1: See, that's what I mean. Like that is profound. It is <laughs> a sac- profound sacrament of the self, guys.
0: Join us if you want
1: to. This is what we do all day long. <laughs> it's profound. And again, if you were trying to explain it to somebody, like if they, you know, it's, it's a little like hard to put into words, but it is a profound change, Bella.
0: Eula, that was only 15 minutes of our lives to change that much of your understanding of your reality for an entire lifetime. (laughs) Yeah. I know it's amazing. (laughs) Okay. So now inner voice, now that we've gotten all of those epiphanies, Settle into the body. How does it feel to be in the body? This body is now for you. It's not for singing, which is beautiful because if you come back to singing, you do it for you, right? Mm -hmm. You're not having babies either. So your body is your own. How does that feel? Sit with that for a second. This is a safe life to have the body be for me.
1: The first sensation I get is quiet. It feels so much more quiet. it almost feels like before I like was just full of antenna, just kind of scanning and trying to like, I don't know, like um, figure out what other people want, what would be helpful for other people. Um, and now it just feels
0: like quiet. Right? So you don't have to look at an audience or a conductor or the people you're around. And also you don't have to look at little kids calling out your name, asking for attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So now inner voice, anything else you wanted to know about the allergies at the moment that's ready to be released or seen?
1: Ooh, let's
0: see. and how does the cobweb <laughs> hear- thing feel? What'd you get? I hear keep
1: going. I don't know what that means. Keep okay, going. today,
0: right now in our voice. Okay, what about the cobweb? So go back to your inflammatory cobweb system of of allergies that you saw earlier. How does the cobweb system of the inflammation look like right now? Mm-hmm. It feels more quiet. It feels like before it was like mm, buzzing or something. <sighs> Okay. In her voice, is she complete for today or is there more right now that we need to discover? Either way is fine. Complete for
1: today, but I am hearing, hold on. Um, it's okay to just be. It's okay to just feel? be. It feels really, um, it feels kind. Yeah, so you had
0: another program before that was saying it's like, it's okay, or it's safe, or I have to do, or I have to serve others. And now you're getting that new update. So can you tell what the old one was? There's a subconscious, um, but it's not even this specific necessarily lifetime, but like there is another pattern that was playing out before that.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, 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 you know, this has gotten quieter, but I would immediately feel this feeling of like selfishness. Like if I'm not Mm. helping others, having children, you know, singing, um, (laughs) posting on Instagram, Ah. that's the reason that, so when I started Goldie Rocks, I started it as a, um, I started my Instagram just like privately, like nobody, I didn't even use my real name for a year or so. Um, and, I, it felt so um, good. I did start it as a teaching thing. I started posting like about crystal healing and that's what got me to start posting, but it felt very um, pure is the word that came to me. And then I got really overwhelmed with feeling like I um, wanted to help people and people were coming to me for help. And it just started to get really tangled up within myself of feeling overextended and not an un- unsure of how to untangle that. And honestly, what that has looked like is I went very quiet um, and I'm still in that quiet phase, except for like my books have taken on this life of their own. And maybe that's what this whole Goldy Rocks, um, process has been. Because when I started Goldy Rocks, I did not think I was going to write books. I thought I was going to sell crystals and, um,
0: and do that. So yeah. Um, So you had selfless is good, and now you have selfish is good. (laughs) Oh, that's
1: edgy. How does that land? (laughs) Selfish is good sounds real edgy still, but let me just feel into it. (sighs) Because I can say it to others. Like, I can definitely say, you have to take care of yourself, right? You have to. And I can really feel that for others. (sighs) But for myself, let me see. I can feel it more. I think that's why I've been napping so much the last month, which I've never been able to nap in my entire life because it's felt sort of selfish and like self-indulgent or um, like I'm wasting time again for that like unknown, perfect, you know, uh, fully realized life that I imagine that I'm like supposed to figure out.
0: I actually have a theory, and we can play with this in a welling and awarefulness and see if this is actually true. And I, like, literally, I'm not trying to project any ideas into your head that then we have to, like, make this true. But I just feel like I wonder if, like, there is another life as the mother with a lot of kids and no time on her hands that can't settle and can't rest and can't sit down because she's got so much on her plate. And I wonder if that feeling is what you're sensing into in your life now. And so you're trying to like find things to fill the void so that you can have that kind of busy, hectic life that she had. Not because this life needs to be that way, but because that was how it was. And so that's what's the frequency, the body, the, the collective, like the the mass consciousness of your, the, the mass mind of your soul is used to having that. Mm-hmm feeling. And so you're feeling it here, even though this may have been an intended peaceful life of quiet and like beingness and creation without all of that stress and striving. And I, I wonder, we can find out, we can spend more time together another time, like next week, but
1: yeah, that how does that land? How
0: does that land? Just that <laughs> idea?
1: It totally lands. I think I'm sure that there is truth there. And I just want to say that, um, when I started with my squad for IVFT, the three of them have children. And I remember a few weeks in asking them like, are you ever triggered by Bella that like, she doesn't have kids and she has this very um, sort of flowy life. Flower
0: arranging <laughs> life. Of yeah, nothingness. Exactly.
1: <laughs> because my big story, my big fear is that because of not having children, I'm going to be so unrelatable and so um, like make other people feel bad. And I definitely was worried about that. And all three of them said, no, not at all. Like she is, they just, they didn't, they have, I don't think they'd even thought of that question. It was like surprising to them that I would ask that. And so for me, that was like one of those big, I'm sure I had lots of beanbags after having that question of like releasing stuff to just realize that, um, you know, someone like you obviously, we have quite a bit of like life similarity in terms of how we spend our day to a point. Um, But to find that even mothers, like people that I thought might be triggered um, are not, they're inspired and they're aligned. And that gave me a lot of, that. it feels like it's giving me more and more permission. Again, that thing I was talking about earlier, like I don't have to make my life harder. I don't have to find, you know, pain points to connect with other humans on. We can connect on, oh, I'm hearing joy points.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling we can go through it. We can go through some time together in one of the upcoming, like on Tuesday next week and see if we can, I have a feeling there might be something that's on another browser trap of your soul Chrome that is poking you, but it's like a beanbag in there, the other frame of reference. I, I want, Inner Voice, is it true? Does she have another one that's poking at this or is it just this life? Oh, yes. Oh yeah, yeah, so we'll get through that, okay, Yulia? Okay. So don't worry, that's just, uh, but it's very understandable. That's yeah. what I want you to know, that like what you're experiencing isn't, cra- it's illogical to this frame, but it's understandable from the Chrome browser perspective. Yeah. Okay. I, I, this is why the past life thing, I'm not like you guys, I keep saying for newbies, they're like, oh my God, I can only imagine myself hearing this three years ago. I'd be like, <laughs> what is she saying? Oh my God. But I've just now, the more and more this last year has unfolded for myself, and I've untangled so many. Browser tab webs of my own in my own soul. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is just like, if you just have a bigger frame of reference, it just dissolves away all of the confusion and the feeling like you're doing it wrong, Yulia. You're not. There's a very, very good reason that you're feeling all of the the ways that you're experiencing this reality make perfect sense. It just doesn't make perfect sense to this browser tab alone. So we Wait. just got to find, it's like the first domino that fell. Once you find that domino, you're like, of course this domino fell. It's the other ones and like the other 30, this is the 31st, like they all did this. And so this is the momentum and pattern that's been created on a vibrational level of the consciousness that is experiencing all of these lives. That's law of attraction, just playing through space and time in a very magical way that most people haven't yet recognized because they're not going into the spaceless timeless aspect of themselves that we call the inner voice but it's possible one breath away and that's what we'll be doing soon and you and i'll do it again on tuesday
1: It's sorry to cut you off,
0: but it's one of the
1: magics of, it's the magic of beanbagging that you don't identify like what is, or you don't identify like, why am I feeling this? Like, what is the story? Um, Because what that allows is it can be something from this life or it can be something from a past life and it doesn't matter. Like you don't have to believe in past lives. You don't even have to get into any of that. You just feel it and then you just release it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Do not worry if you are thinking that's weird. You do not, especially for beginners. I don't even think the past life thing is really something except for Yulia being a more advanced person doing IVFT, welling and awareness. We've spent a lot of time um, together and she's been integrating on her own and she was already very, uh, metaphysically inclined before all of this. So she's doing this quite quickly to get to this place. I also think, though, as a group, though, I you know, timing in in humanity and consciousness of humanity is growing so quickly. So even though I still feel like for me three years ago, this would be insane for myself to even hear personally, at the same time that I feel that that would be a, maybe five years ago for me would be really trippy. I feel now that people are more open and um, in many cases are going to catch up to this stuff a lot faster than I did when I was going through this all blindly through and within myself at those earlier points in time. So anyways, just saying, if you don't want to make past lives a part of your experience of anything, that's fine. If you're open to it, it can be quite empowering and helpful as well. Um, and for the right people, it would be the right thing. And for those that aren't, it's not. But what would you say, Yulia, for going back to the audience, what would you say to anyone who's thinking about taking Sacred Month of the Cell for IVFT?
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean for me it's been oh it's just been the best. It's really been one of the best things I've ever done. Um which sounds yeah, it it's it's actually like that simple. I'm smiling so big as I say that. Um I just I just life feels so much more Life felt magical before. Look, like I write books about crystals. I'm <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <that's> pretty <laughs> magical. Like, <laughs> like again, um, but this level of peace and clarity and movement and um oh, I don't know, like curiosity just feels so exciting. Um like I actually truly do feel that looking back, it already feels like there's like the time before IVFT and then the time after, like it will be a profound point in my life. Um, When I started getting into this work, I was my, I remember thinking, wait a minute, why haven't I taken any of Bella's classes before? Like, what? Why, why didn't I do it? Um, And I, but I can definitely say like, you know, it just wasn't the right time for whatever reason. And I don't have to worry about that because that's, that's that just is um so i'm so grateful that even though i was so busy with writing the book um i did it because i feel transformed bella i feel totally transformed
0: and i love what you're a cute example of like myself as well we're examples of being on a deeper level gifted with these non-physical talents in a sense from an earlier age but we've through Going deeper into ourselves and going into this like inner voice aspect of ourselves and the beanbag releasing, especially, we are getting more comfortable and familiar and connected to our bodies in the physical realm. So, many people will come to this work. Probably, even you could say, in a sense, ultimately, the majority of people may feel more connected to like doing a physical training thing might not be the end all be all, like new horizon for a lot of people, where it is for you or for me to be so now connected inward into my body, my awareness being in my body. being bag releasing got me my awareness back into connecting to my physical form and the non-physical as well. And so it's cool that many people will feel possibly very connected and comfortable in the physical world and realms, and will be now entering an entire new aspect of themselves into the non-physical aspect of themselves. But even you and I using this in our lives are getting better at the physical also that even going mm. inward benefits our outer world physical connection too it's not um one directional it's expansional no matter which way you're stronger when you start
1: yes and and i love that and that feels so true and you know even though there's parts of my personal story which might not be like that universally relatable like i'm an opera singer i write books about crystal healing i don't have kids you know like those are Uh, Not sort of your everyday things, but I'm sure everybody, I'm assuming everyone listening, unless they're kind of enlightened, um, has things that they worry about, has things that they spin over or that they're unsure whether or not to move forward on or that they're stuck in, you know, worry or regret. Um, And this process lightens that up so much and it lightens up the fear of moving forward or enlightens um, up the kind of fear which keeps you attached to kind of staying in the past. Um, it lightens it up so much.
0: All right, so Yulia, last but not least, what would you tell someone just starting out on this journey?
1: <laughs> I would say, I would say listen to yourself because that's your inner voice. and whether you use the word intuition or inner voice. Um, If I could talk to myself of a few years ago uh, or 20 years ago or whatever, I would just say, listen, trust that feeling. Trust that feeling, stop thinking so much. Trust that feeling because when you trust the feeling, magic unfolds. It's really, really true. So trust the feeling. and, And it's sort of as simple as that.
0: Oh, I love that, Yulia. Thank you so much. And thanks for being a good sport, (laughs) doing a little spontaneous uh, releasing on the fly. That was a fun experiment to try. And how do you feel? Do you feel better still? I'm curious if it. Yeah, I feel great. I feel good. All right. Well, thank you. And I will help you with that other potential um, browser tab on Tuesday. (laughs) All right. It might be a messy, might be a messy beanbag. We'll see. (laughs) find out. But until then, may something wonderful happen to you today.